All right, so the first one is by James Stokoy. Am I saying that name right? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I'm pretty sure he's from Toronto, and I've seen okay. him at TCAF before. Uh, I never, I should have asked him when I saw him. I'm like, hey, man, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? So, yeah. James, if we're butchering your last name for the rest of this episode, I'm sorry. He's um he's got another he's got a few different Godzilla things he's done. There's the the name's escaping me right now. Half but Century do you know? War? Yes, that one. one. Yeah. Have you read it? Yes, I have. Oh, that, that one's one rules. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one's probably the most famous of the Godzilla in Hell series. It got like a lot of online uh, fanfare. I remember. Yeah. It. I mean, you can describe all of these stories in like one sentence. This one just starts with Godzilla falling into a pit. Then he fights a few different monsters. Then he falls into the pit again at the end. The end. Yeah, that's essentially it. It's <laughs> very simple, very straightforward. Godzilla goes to hell. Godzilla fights monsters. Godzilla keeps going to hell. Can you imagine if we only did recaps? This would be like a nine-minute episode. Yeah, that would actually... <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to do the recaps this, or like the synopses this time. And I was like, uh... I don't know no, how much there like, is it, it, Yeah, it's not worth it when it's like just the art and the art should speak for itself. Like there's right, no exactly. point in me describing. I mean, I, I it's worth discussing the techniques in here. Like, good God, this man can hatch like a demon. Oh, yeah. His hatch work is fantastic. But also his use of gradients, too, I think really helps accentuate those those hatching techniques. Yeah, something I really like in all these stories is Godzilla feels huge and yet is dwarfed by the proportions of everything in hell. And those right. gradients really help make it feel like this light is coming from this distant, creepy source. Yeah, like there's that panel where he's actually falling, like he actually hits the ground. And it's a very, very wide shot. But you can see the walls of hell and like how far he's actually fallen. And you can see how far the dust also travels when the impact happens. Um, so the conveyance of action here is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the gradients are like really worth coming back to cause it, it everything kind of has this soft glow on it. And there, there's like this gelatinous feeling to a lot of the stuff that Godzilla confronts. Like yeah, that first yeah. monster, that like horrible fucking crustacean virus thing. Yeah. It's very gloopy. <laughs> that's a good name for it um, yeah, and then the second so one he faces is like very very like textured in a rough sense like uh, mm -hmm. uh what's the word pistol not pistol are it, you talking like about the, the, the cloud of souls or yeah the, yeah that's yeah. the one i'm talking about like the the technique there is really really like it conveys the texture very very well like you can mm -hmm. tell that there are that many souls there while Stokoy actually abstracts it in a way that is still like, still doesn't give him too much strain, I guess. Like right. these are the, the thing is this art is very detailed, but it's not like detailed in a perfectionist sense. It's like, you can tell how much love was actually put into the line work here. Yeah. Now, the colors are clearly digital, but do you know how he does his line work? I believe that's 
inked. Like in, yeah. in it's not like I, I don't know. I think he does a bit of both. Yeah. So I'm not sure which style he did here specifically, but um I mean looking at it, it definitely feels like it was done on with pen and paper. It's it's so impressive because like you mentioned that he's doing this in a way that's not perfectionist, but I I mean there there that's that's true, and yet there is still so much detail and and particularly planning that goes into this like right the way he draws these these clouds and these plumes like i i that that has to take so much thought in terms of like the direction how you're gonna sculpt it 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 reminds me a lot too of how an animator might articulate those types of movements yeah it's not quite storyboarding but like there is a lot of deliberation going on with uh the structure here yeah i think the other thing Um, is like when you're drawing godzilla there's also the matter of style like what you're doing with the design how you maintain consistency between panels uh i think that's honestly the toughest thing um i got like my read on stokoy's take on godzilla was like the 84 godzilla and uh the millennium era Godzilla. Yeah, I see it. Did you see any other designs going into this one? Cause like no, those, those are, are the, the only two I can really though. pick up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does the mouth a little bit different, which I love. It's like great to stamp it with your own signature. I think he makes the mouth a little bit wider. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like stubbier too, in some panels. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of that era, have you seen Godzilla 2000? Yes, I have. The The way he kills this last monster is pretty similar to how he, he kills that monster. So I, I think that's a, a pretty good theory as to like what his main suit influences are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I called that monster Vagina Dentata, and that, that mm. kind of sounds like a Toho name for a monster. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a millennium era name for sure yeah it might just be shortened to like oh it would be more like ventata you know like now it kind of sounds yeah yeah, now we got something going on there yeah there we go yeah Yeah. i think that's more or less all i have to say there's very little in terms of lettering in this there's like one panel i think in the second last page you have this this tiny little sliver of a panel where you got like the, the sound effects going on. And uh, yeah, he does a great job in actually rendering those out. So it's good. Like I, I like that there is no dialogue here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even the ones that do have dialogue later in the volume uh, use them really well. But I think for the art here specifically, I think having little to no dialogue was the best possible move. You've been listening to a preview of a Midnight Grappler Animals Patreon-exclusive episode. For access to the full episode, our entire back catalog, as well as voting rights for future episode ideas, subscribe now to the show at patreon.com slash midnightgrapplerinimals. And keep on grappling.